If you want to become financially independent, come to my seminar. Let me show you how to make the fortune you have always dreamed about. Ready? Go! What happens if you are named in Nelson Rockefeller's will? You get rich quick. Stand on the line, turn the game again. Everybody's gonna lose, and I'm gonna win. Gonna get rich quick. Hello, everybody, and welcome once again to Get Rich Quick with Josh. And Noel. Right here on Radio Free Brooklyn. That's about it. That's it. Uh, this is a show where I, Josh Rubin, and I, Noel come together once a week over a single topic, and we, from that topic, sprout brilliant ideas, which we come up with. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. Uh, where we come up with uh, incredibly quick ways to get incredibly wealthy. Yeah. Uh, we don't charge you anything for this service, and I think it. I believe greatly that it is a service that we offer to the people of this great world yeah. we live in. We're global in our scope and uh, and our reach, and uh, we ask for nothing from you guys up front. That doesn't mean we don't ask for anything We're from you, martyrs. though. We're not martyrs. We're not, you know... These ideas aren't completely free. That's right. But we throw them out there. You guys take them. You guys action them. You make your gajillions of dollars. And only when you make all that money, only then do we ask for 10%. Tithe us, people. See, I'm mixing it up, Noel, just like you wanted. Your face fell there. Your face fell, my friend. Uh, What's going to happen, Noel? Why do we get 10% from What's the deal? The deal is you take our ideas, you get fabulously, fabulously wealthy off them, and then when you're sitting in your high, ho- your golden high horse, mm. you say, where did I get these ideas? Oh, yeah, I got them from Josh and Noel. I owe them 10% of everything I've ever made. <laughs> yeah, we, we. I think it's from this point on, since... Since we're not getting any payments from anyone anyway at this point, well, I think it should be everything you ever make in the course of your life once you're rich. Okay. So, like, you got to go back to your entire earning, your entire earnings from your entire life. Well, okay. You know what? You don't need to give us ten percent on anything you ma- on everything you've made, but if you <clears> still <throat> got that money in the bank, then you do. Huh? If you still have that money in the bank, then you do. What money in the bank? If you have $100,000 in the bank from, from last year and uh-huh. you make $5 million off our ideas. We still get some of that hundred grand. We get 10% of that hundred grand. The hundred grand, too. Yeah. So it's not just total earnings. It's just whatever you have saved up. It, it's, it's, it's what's in the pot when we help fill it. I imagine most people that are flying through their apps desperately looking for get-rich-quick schemes uh-huh. don't have a pot to piss in for the most part. I don't know. I don't think they're having a hundred K already sitting in the bank. I don't know. They might. Really? What makes you think that? Cause, cause they're go-getters. Okay. You know? All right. All right. I'll go with that. Um, Hey, Noel. Yeah. I haven't seen you in a whole week. You have not seen me in a whole week. And, uh, I miss you, man. Ah. I just wanted to say that. I like to hear that. I don't know why I miss you. But I do. I think it's because I don't really have many friends. Do you really miss me? Nah. <laughs> I mean, got my hopes up there for a second. I think about you though. Ah. Uh, 
I sort of in my head, I go, oh, fuck, Thursday's coming up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I hear you. Um, no, I do miss you, Noel. And I do think of you. I play with my nipples a little bit. Um, but how have you been? After that intro, you really better live up to my my needs. I I have been good. Uh-huh. Um, <clears throat> what did, I had something I was going to talk about. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, so when I was at school. Which, high school or college? College. Uh-huh. Which is, I just refer to it as school. Yeah. Just to <clears throat> save time. Okay. That's well. how. That's how. Tip number one, guys. <laughs> you want to get rich? Cut out the fat. Give yourself more time to focus on getting rich. To well, stop saying things like when I was at university, when I was at school, boom. Right, but I need a fr- I need a framework so I know I school. can picture young Noel in the correct uh, 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 age range. I look the same no matter at what age. Did you look like a cop your whole life? I looked like me with a little, <laughs> like I had a little more rest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very funny. Uh, but so when I was at school, uh, I decided one year I was going to get a f- some fish. And I got a little fish tank and I put some fish in there and I loved them. <clears throat> Was it a fish tank with an aerator, like a proper an like, aerator? But it, it wasn't was a like small a. Tank. It wasn't like a bowl, though. It wasn't a fish bowl. It was a. It was a, a grand bowl. It was oh, okay. It was a bowl big enough to have an aerator in it. Gotcha. Um, and uh, I loved it. Look at those little guys swimming around. Mm-hmm. It's very peaceful. Mm-hmm. Uh, ran out of fish food. Uh oh. And as a student, you know, fish food doesn't grow on trees. It doesn't. So it's I'd, super expensive that it's fish food. Probably <laughs> dollars. Uh huh. And it, it, I think it's probably dollar and cents. And cents. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh <clears throat> Although that's Canadian. Yeah. So it may be just cents in American money. It, it might be. So, so I was a student, right? Uh-huh. Who's got time or money yeah. for that? Right. So I decided to do an experiment, which was. I'm going to, every day, or not every day, just whenever I think of feeding the fish, I'm going to uh, grab the toaster and just shake the toaster <coughs> over over the fish tank. Uh, and I did that, you know, and some uh-huh. you know, toast crumbs come out, fish eat them. And I uh, fed those fish like that for a long time. Uh, one fish, though... Did eat a couple of the other fish. So I don't know if it was because he was so hungry or he might have just been mean. <laughs> he might have just been a mean Were they guy. all the same kind of fish or did no, you get a mix of fish? They are different. I mean, you know, there are fish that eat other fish that the guy should have told you. You know, they shouldn't be in, in, a, in a thing. I've had that happen I before had things with to fish do. Tank. I had schemes, million-dollar uh-huh. schemes in my mind. Yeah, and this mashup scheme that you came up with of feeding fish food from your leftovers. I did it for like six months. That's amazing. And so it was just little bits of toast, or did you use your 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 toaster for other foods as well? No, the toaster was just for toast. So you just feed them little toasty bits. Little, little toasty little bits. Little burnt toasty bits. Yeah. And then one was so... I have a feeling this uh-huh. is my thought process is not that the 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 fish was starving okay. per se but I think if you eat the exact same thing 
over and over and over again for six months, uh-huh. you need to mix it up a little bit. And I think if you were sort of locked in a small room mm-hmm. with like four other people and you just got crusty bread all day, every day. Maybe I'd just be, become, that's my thing. <clears throat> Eventually, at some point, one of you would lose your shit and kill someone and eat them. I don't think I would. I think I'd turn I'm into not like, saying, hey, I'm crusty bread guy. Yeah, you would because you'd lose your mind pretty quickly and, <laughs> and, and you would probably actually be the first one eaten. No. Certainly killed. No. Because they would be like, this fucking crusty bread guy is annoying the shit out of no. me. He's making I, us I crazy. I would be king of the fictional <clears throat> room. <laughs> I don't think so, man. Oh, yeah. I don't think so. I'd rule with an iron hand. Would you rule with an iron hand? That's right. From crusty bread guy to, to r- iron-handed ruler? They're not mutually exclusive. That's true. You make a good point. I often see... In uh, a lot of the sword and sandal movies, uh-huh. they're just passing around crusty bread while they sit around the campfire, yeah. waiting to go into war. Yeah, and the kings as well as the the soldiers doesn't matter. Crusty bread sort of flows through all uh, all levels of humanity. Yeah, from fish to fishers of men. <clears throat> This new loose format's really working <laughs> out. Anyway, Noel. Anyway. What I got from that yeah. was that you came up with this sort of hybridized way to feed your fish yeah. without having to go and spend extra money. Yeah. You mashed up your toast and feeding the fish, yeah. which is an amazing coincidence. That's right. Because today's topic is... Today's topic is mashups. How to get rich with them. How to mix things together to the top. (laughs) Spent a lot of time thinking about that one, huh? Yeah, all of them. How did the day at work on the internet go? (laughs) Oh, it went splendid. Did a lot of boning up for tonight's show? Oh, yeah. Anyway, Noel... Yeah. Mashups, the great musical uh, trend yeah. of our time. Yeah. You know, I used to listen to a mashup. I don't remember what the name of it was. I used to think mashups were garbage. Till Deb, actually, it was, I think Derek gave her this mashup. It was sort of right around the, the CVR time. This was years ago. Uh-huh. Uh, <clears throat> and, and like, Give her, it was like a 45 minute mashup or an hour mashup and big chunks of it are a uh, 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 crazy train okay oh I've heard this one and uh, 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 I can't remember who the rapper is I can't remember the hip hop that's mixed in with it I feel like it may be ludicrous uh-huh. a ludicrous song um, and then you know it flops between a few others but those are sort of the two big ones and I used to fucking work out to that like crazy. Uh-huh. I loved it. Yeah. I loved it. And I thought I hated mashups. I used to think mashups were garbage. They were the 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 uh the sort of like uh 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 music for people who couldn't be bothered to learn anything about music. But boy was I wrong. Yeah. Because I liked it. Okay. Anyway, Noel, yeah. Mashups, how are you gonna get rid of it? Mashups, I can tell you how rid to of get it, rid of it rich off of it. <laughs> Get rid of it. <laughs> so, uh, 
went to a couple weeks ago a taco place and it was like some newfangled taco place right and everything mm-hmm. was like pick your meat and it was like jamaican chicken yeah dominican this fusion it was fusion tacos have become the fusion food so they had all that uh and you could get it on a tortilla or you could spend like twice as much and get it on something i had no clue what that was so i didn't do it but someone else did and i was looking at it and i was like is that taco on a croissant and it basically was whatever this thing was was like a round disc croissant basically so we can do a whole episode on this since uh-huh. we did one on the cronut yeah we can do one on the crisaco on the crisaco yeah uh so that got me that's maybe what put this in my head and then it got firmed up when last week we were talking and we mentioned the whole um the ketchup. Mm-hmm. The the what the crunch. <clears throat> yeah, there's crunch. There's uh, uh, mayo must mayo q. Yeah, little little mayonnaise mashups that Heinz is or is it Heinz? I think Heinz is doing. It, they're both doing it right. So there's crunch. There's sriracha ketchup. There's jalapeno ketchup. Mm-hmm. There's mayo chup, mayo must mayo q. Uh, I saw a story. Published two days ago, <laughs> where Cadbury and Heinz are going to team up to create Cadbury Easter cream egg flavored mayo. That's disgusting. It's disgusting. That's disgusting. <laughs> it's so gross. I mean, Cadbury cream eggs on their own yeah. are pretty disgusting, but all they are is just sweet. Like, there's no actual flavor to them. I guess there's a little vanilla. There's the chocolate, and probably there's the chocolate of the shell. Yeah. There's yes, there's probably a touch of vanilla in there, mm-hmm. but it's overwhelmingly just like sweet fucking sugar fondant. Yeah. But anyway, sorry. Uh so uh I just started thinking about these ridiculous food mashups everywhere, right? The, we've done shows on cronuts. Uh-huh. Which are croissant donuts. Yep. Uh there are also cruffins now. There's cruffins. Yeah. What's a cruffin? It's a it's a croissant muffin. It's basically they take a croissant, they in, they roll it up with a, 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 a they take croissant dough I should uh-huh. say and they roll it up with a bunch of cinnamon sugar and stick it in a muffin tin, and bake it. They so call it's it like, a cruffin. Okay. I see it in uh, uh in one of those like you know Asian bakery kind of deals like Feda or one of those okay. you know those Asian bakery chains. Yeah. And that's so that's their attempt to to capitalize on the cronut craze. Okay. That place also has something just like that called, I think it's a, called a DKB, and they take croissants and they, like, yeah, mash them in a muffin thing with, like, sugar, and the sugar caramelizes. <clears throat> no, that's your thinking of the 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 uh, the Queen Amman okay. that they do, which is similar but different. It's, a, it's an actual specific dessert. Okay. But there's so many of these things, right? And if you look at the food fads, every one of them is just this, right? There's the... The ramen burger. Yep. There's uh, oh, there's so many of them. I can't even think. You got any more? Um, I mean, look. I feel like when you go through food, 
it's like fusion. It was basically mashups, right? It was yeah. sort of French techniques and some French flavors mixed with generally Asian sure. flavors, right? And and French ingredients or Western ingredients mixed with a lot of Asian flavors. And that was the hot fucking thing for a, for a long time. Yeah, I the first restaurant I worked in after I after I got out of culinary school was a quote unquote fusion restaurant. Okay, and we did things like things like. <coughs> Uh, southern fried quail. Okay. With uh, 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 pineapple and ginger southern glaze. So it was pineapple and it was it was the quail was deep fried in like a southern fried thing, and then we made a a a, a, a ginger and pineapple glaze with a load of of uh, uh, whiskey in it. Ooh. And um, that was one as an example. Um, and then we would do things like uh, spring rolls. Sure. That we would fill with sort of more westerny ingredients. Sure. And there's anywhere you go now. There's like Reuben spring rolls. Right. Exactly. Pastrami spring rolls. I think that's a big thing at Red Farm. Is their cats's pastrami spring rolls? Uh-huh. Um, or and, yeah. I was going to even say, even you get off of that, there's like you look at the pizzas now, and there's like pizzas with cheeseburgers on right. them, and the, yep. So there was a while, though, that the whole fusion thing was more of a fine dining thing. Yeah. Right? And it got old pretty quickly. People sort of rejected it. And now where you're seeing the fusion happening is on sort of more sort of uh, proletarian-level foods, right? You're seeing it with burgers and tacos and uh, pizza. Yeah. You know what I mean? In in a way to sort of jazz up these things. Nachos, for sure. Nachos, for sure. But, you know, sort of cheap gut-busting foods, right, that are just sort of stick-to-ribs foods and people fucking around with them to make them more interesting or whatever the the purpose may be. But I was thinking about this, not that it's part of my uh, 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 thing with the idea of fusion thing. It's currently so, like, the fusion thing is not cool anymore, uh-huh. primarily, I think, because of the idea of uh, uh, cultural appropriation okay, and <clears throat> how that relates to food. And people get, like, really angry when white people take foods and mash them up with Western foods and, you know, make something different than what it was meant to be. Yeah. It's everywhere, though. It is everywhere. But I think it's everywhere because it's on that like sort of weird proletariat level where it's like, you know, like uh, sushi burritos, for instance. Well, and, and I, I did look at a, a site that listed food trends, and that was the biggest one. Currently? You know, you have a sushi burrito place right uh, underneath your new apartment building. I haven't tried that one yet. We tried it once walking by it uh, like eight months ago, a year ago, before Uh you guys looked at the apartment. You know, it was fine. It's a shit ton of rice, dude. I mean, it's a lot of fucking rice. (laughs) Sushi burrito. Yeah, I've never had a sushi burrito. I've had the the bowls, though. Yeah, it's imagine all the rice that's in a bowl smashed into a thing and then like a thin, like, you know, literally the equivalent of, of of a Twizzler. Okay. Of fish running down the middle of it. Uh, and yet it's the size of a burrito that you would get at any sort of Mexican place. Yeah, I just give it to me in a bowl. So it's just rice. It's just a load of rice. All right. Wrapped with a ton of nori. And it's tasty, don't get me wrong. Uh-huh. But it's a fucking starch bomb. It's going to make good sauce and you're in. <laughs> exactly. 
So I realized, I soon realized, and, and you know, like the whole Taco Bell Dorito shell, uh-huh. that thing <clears throat> made so much money, it sold so many tacos, it brought Taco Bell to a new plane. Mm-hmm. And it probably brought Doritos to a new plane. Do you think it sold like nothing's ever sold? No, I know that. I just feel like it upped Taco Bell more than it upped Dorito. I mean, just because everyone was going to Taco Bell to try it with the Dorito shell. Yeah. Like, I don't think it upped, you know, Doritos, you know. uh, uh, I think people were like, oh, this new Taco Bell thing, I'm going to go try a pack of Doritos. You know what I mean? But I think there were a lot of people who went to Taco Bell because that had never gone to a Taco Bell because this was intriguing to them. Did you ever have that one? I've had it. Did I'm it? not a big Taco Bell guy. Oh. I think it's kind of garbage. Well, it is. You know, they were sued over whether they could call their ground meat meat. Yeah. Because it's it's officially like more soy than it is meat. It, it's very popular in Ecuador. Taco Bell is? Yeah. Is it really? They all love it. <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> yeah, they do. Are you serious? Yeah. That's hysterical to me. I know. <laughs> and you wonder why everyone had the shits while you were there. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> they just call it life. Uh, <laughs> so I was like, great. I'm going to try and figure out a way into this food mashup bonanza money frenzy that's going on. So basically, I just have a bunch of simple little ideas that okay. are uh, food mashups. All right. Go for it. So at first, I started thinking along the... Doritos Taco Bell thing. And I know Flamin' Hot Cheetos are real popular. Mm-hmm. They've gotten real popular again. Uh, <clears throat> so I didn't want to make something someone else was just going to make a different version of in a, in a minute. Right. But this would sell. Flamin' Hot Cheetos Mace. <laughs> <laughs> right? It would. You can spray it in their eyes and spray it in your mouth. You Well, you could spray it on food, maybe. Oh, there you go, yeah. However you want to do it. However you want to do it. That would sell. But it would also, like, save your life, possibly. It could save your life. Yeah. I don't recall Flamin' Hot Cheetos being that spicy, though. Yeah, but they would be for this. Right, okay. You, you, you jack them up. Cer- certainly you get a branding thing yeah, going on you there. you get a major branding <laughs> uh-huh. thing. Uh-huh. Uh, so then after that, I started thinking maybe I could plan a, a lunch mm-hmm. and all the products are products that my listeners out there, I call them my listeners yeah. now, uh-huh. uh, can make. <laughs> well, I think that what we've learned in our, uh, uh, the, fa- by the fact that no one reaches out to us at all when we ask them to. Is that everyone likes you best? No, I think you 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 intimidate them. Is that what I do? You scare them without them even seeing me. Yeah, usually they have to see me to be actually intimidated. No, by they me. could just hear <clears throat> hear it in your voice. <coughs> so, all these products, everything I mentioned from here on in, uh, is is GRQ branded. Uh, oh. I- <laughs> You, you're free to make them. Uh-huh. We encourage you to make them. But you, we get a piece. We get a piece. Right? So I wanted to hit trendy things. I wanted to hit things that I thought 
would sell even if they're not yet on a trend. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, oh, that should be a trend. Uh, but I did try to hit some trends. So the first thing, this one, not a trend. <clears throat> if we're going to make a sandwich, I was thinking, what could I mix the bread with to make it awesome uh-huh. and sell like hotcakes? Uh-huh. What do you what what did you always like as a kid putting on your sandwich? Uh, potato chips. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you're gonna make potato chip bread. So the bread is gonna taste like potato chip, or is gonna crunch like potato the chip? The bread's gonna have crunchy bits of potato chip in it, and you can have different flavors. Mm-hmm. You can sell like barbecue potato chip bread. You could sell Dorito potato chip. You could sell if you really wanted to flaming hot Cheeto. <clears throat> There's some famous uh, chef person who I don't remember who it is, but uh-huh. they have their own burger chain. Yeah. And with all of the burgers you can, for an upcharge, you can crunchify it. Which they... is burgers, I mean, with chips on it. Yeah, they'll put some chips on it for you. Yeah, those in the bread. I understand. I get it. Right? Yeah. Uh, boom. Number one. Big seller. Right? Yep. Um. You're going to need some sort of uh, mayo thing. And we talked about all these mayo and ketchup are blowing up right now, guys. They are blowing up. How Uh do you get in it? It it seems like I felt like every flavor on the verge of blowing up, they're probably already making and it just hasn't been released yet. So I decide I'm going to back up a couple steps so that I get a flavor that hasn't quite blown up yet, but once it hits, people will be like, this is it. Uh-huh. Tzatziki mayo. <laughs> okay. Right? Huge. Uh-huh. Huge. Basically mayo with dill, garlic, and cucumber. Would it have cucumber chunks flavor. of cucumber? Okay. I think it just cucumber have... flavor. Okay. Right? Um, shelf stable. Mm-hmm. Big bucks. Yep. <clears throat> How about you do a mix of nanays and mayonnaise uh-huh. that and then everyone can eat it? <laughs> no, it doesn't work. All right. <laughs> there's a there's a million mayo things out there you could do. There are, yeah, well, just throw it. it it's like the way they do potato chips now. Yeah. You know, they can, Hellman's or best if you're out on the West Coast. Yeah. They can do a QP if you're in Asia. They can do like uh, 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 like what Lay's was doing forever, where you can vote on the flavors you want to try. Yeah, and they'll come up with you come up with like four or five flavors. You can have uh, biscuits and gravy mayo. Yeah, you know you can infuse flavor in anything. Oh yeah, and and you know what? There were lots of flavors I thought of that would be great, but I just didn't think they would go great with the sandwich I'm designing here. Gotcha. Right? Like you want to you want to <laughs> do one right off the top. You do like Nando's peri peri sauce mayo. Uh huh. You would sell off the shelves in in the, in the UK. Right. I was thinking going going even more extreme though. Okay. So like having like you know how there's that trend of like, for instance, uh, donut burgers. Yeah. Right. So let's say you don't have all the sweet stuff to make a donut burger or a donut sandwich where you want that sweet sour. How about having something like a jelly donut flavored mayonnaise? Okay. 
and you smear that all over your rye bread or yeah. whatever, and you throw your 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 turkey on there, and suddenly you've got a delicious. <laughs> well, you could make maple mayo. Ma- well, sure, it's whatever. You could make that at home. Yeah, but but for this purpose, we're making tzatziki so, mayo. Okay, so we've got tzatziki mayo. Yeah, we've got your potato chip bread. Potato chip bread. Okay. Uh, so for the for the main filling of the bread. Uh, you want something trendy. You want a couple things trendy. Okay. Right? So, a lot of stuff nowadays being made with cauliflower. That's true. Hawaiian cuisine also, the the rage. Uh Uh-huh. So, you're going to make cauliflower spam. (laughs) Okay. Right? You're Uh going to have cauliflower steaks. Yeah. That are going to be flamped. Spam flavored. You can even mulch it up and reform it together. I was going to say want. you really have to go that route. Okay. I mean, if you're going to make cauliflower spam, it's got to look like spam. Yeah. Okay. So, we'll, so you make a loaf out of it, mm-hmm. uh, and it's going to be cauliflower spam. So the vegans, the veggies, can eat it. Uh huh. Yeah. The, the other stuff you can make that way too if you need. Uh. So the sandwich so far. Uh huh. Just so I'm correct on this. Yep. Potato chip bread, yeah. tzatziki mayo, yeah, and cauliflower spam. Cauliflower spam. Okay. And uh, so you need some cheese on this guy, right? Sure, because it was vegan up until now. Well. <laughs> Except for the mayonnaise part. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's vegetarian then. Okay, yeah. Uh, so <clears throat> what's huge trend in cheese? Well, not in cheese. But mac and cheese is the biggest mashed up food out there. Yeah, just throw it, throw the kitchen sink in it, Daddy. So I was like, no matter what, whatever I make, I need to use mac and cheese. We were at a wedding once uh-huh. that had a mac and cheese bar. A mac and cheese bar. Yeah. So what they just have like, here's a bowl of bacon you can put on your mac. Yeah, and cheese. that's here's, exactly really? what it was. They had just they had, I mean, they had people serving it, but you had a choice of like thirteen different things that you could mix in with your mac and cheese. Was it good? Uh. Uh, you know, I kept it simple. Like I didn't. I had a little extra cheese thrown in to melt it. Yeah, I'd I'd say I like the idea. The execution in this particular case wasn't all that great. Okay. So this is what you're gonna do, though. You're gonna make American mac and cheese slices. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be American cheese slices, <clears throat> basically with chunks of new of macaroni noodles in there, almost like that uh, that macaroni bread. I mean loaf. You know what I'm talking about? I don't. Macaroni loaf. You never had that macaroni loaf? Never heard of it. You know olive loaf? Yeah. It's like that, but it's got like mac pieces of macaroni and cheese in it. You never had that as a kid? I've Maybe never, it's a Canadian thing. I've never heard of macaroni loaf. Really? Never in my life. Olive loaf, though, is a meat product. And, and so is, is macaroni, macaroni loaf. loaf. But it's got it's macaroni like in it. with pieces of macaroni and cheese That's in it. insane. I've never heard of that. I've seen, like, sausages with cheese in it. Um, but no, really, a meat, a, 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 ooh, bologna, I think I'd love that. Fried up? I've never had a fried. As a kid, it was just something you would <clears throat> eat on a sandwich. Was that because you were poor? Or did everyone eat that? I think everyone ate it. I don't think it was a poor thing. I think it was a kid thing. I think it's a Canadian thing. It might be a Canadian thing. I got a picture of it here I just brought up. 
I bet it's like Canadian and like regional American, like on the border of Canada. You know what I mean? Like like people in the Upper Peninsula. Kogel's macaroni and cheese loaf. I have never heard of this. Well, it exists. So we're going to make that, but with American cheese slices, but with just macaroni in it. It's going to be, so it's going to be a formed macaroni. Oh, no, no, no. I see. The the cheese is going to have macaroni sort of peppered throughout it. And then yeah, when you so slice it, was like, it, right. Yeah, if, if it was a, a brick of Velveeta, right. there'd I just gotcha. be whole macaronis, but because it's in a slice, yeah, you're going to have little slices yeah, of yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I was thinking that it was a loaf of macaroni that had cheese. Yeah melted in so you were really slicing up a big macaroni log no so <clears throat> we're hitting a lot of the biggies here we are the one thing we're not hitting uh-huh. is uh flavor combinations <laughs> well as far as the overall the sandwich and the, and the spam would be good with well spam and cheese definitely you don't think that the tzatziki? tzatziki and spam no i don't no what do you think flavor would be better for that mayo then uh uh, uh well flaming hot cheeto Sure, something acidic, maybe salt. Well, but you've already got, but you've already got, uh, you've already got your uh, your your potato chips and your bread. Yeah, but it's just the flavor. Maybe you can make it like salt and vinegar potato chip yeah. bread. Yeah, because you need that. You need that acidity to cut through all this this fatty richness. As a Canadian, then I'm going to say all dressed. What's all dressed? All dressed chips are the best. Oh yeah, right, we had, you, we had them. Yeah, 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 yeah. With the prawn cocktail and the. You know, it's all got that. it all. Yeah, uh, I remember those. It just tasted like ketchup when it was all said. That's all you need. <laughs> um, and then, what are you going to have with that sandwich? You need something on the side, right? Sure. Yeah. So that's just the sandwich. So, so, so that's the whole sandwich. That's the sandwich. Okay. So it is a very vegetarian sandwich. Yeah. Okay. Um, this is what you're going to have for your uh, for your side with it. Because we, we want to now, we just want to double down, hitting right. all the biggies. Okay. Mashing them up. Yep. You're going to have ramen chips. Ramen chips. Yeah. All right. That are avocado bacon flavored. Oh, there you go. <laughs> right? <laughs> just hit all of it. Uh-huh. The only thing we don't have is croissant in there. I'm surprised there are, people aren't selling ramen chips or, you know... Actually, that's not true. They do do that. If you go to the Asian markets, they have the ramen noodles uh-huh. that you can just buy in a bag and eat them like snacks. They're, sure. like, broken up. Yeah. I didn't... I forget. Yeah. So it's done. It's it, They do it. It's done. Uh, done. Okay. So that's a GRQ-branded sandwich with all GRQ-branded... Products. Products. Yeah. All right. So, hey, guys, just remember, you're welcome... To market tzatziki mayo, <laughs> um, meziki. Uh huh. Well, you, you can have mole mayo, tzatziki nays. You got mole mo- mayo. Sure, you can do mole mayo, mole nays. Yeah. <laughs> mayo Yeah. Um, you have your potato chip bread, uh-huh. or any chip bread really. It could be, you know, if you prefer nachos. I mean, if you prefer tortilla chips, yeah. it could be tortilla chip bread. It yeah, could be okay. How about this? This is the mayo you want. Uh-huh. I, I got it. it just, okay. I don't know why I didn't even think of this. All right, dill pickle mayo. Yeah, absolutely. There Boom. you go. Boom. Done. Done. You got it. Acidic, trendy mashup. Uh huh. You could even give it a funky, funky name like tartar sauce. That's not dill pickle mayo. Okay. Sure, it's not. You're so wrong. 
you called yourself a chef. I I don't know how you held a job. Yeah. Uh huh. I've made tartar sauce. You guys many times. Yeah, that's a solid idea. No, I mean that's you. You that's how you're going to make money with mashups. I yeah. agree with you 100. percent Nice job. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. No problem. Uh. So, one of my ideas, Noel. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> one of the biggest games in the history of video gaming. All right. Was Guitar Hero. All right. Did you enjoy Guitar Hero? Uh, I've played it like once. A lot of people loved Guitar Hero. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay. You didn't like it. That's fine. I, you it, I just one. didn't have access, really. Were you much of a gamer? Did you play video games much in when your life? When I was life? in high school, but that right. was way before Guitar Hero. And that was also, were they, were they, when you were in high school, what did we, they didn't, there weren't, there was like Sega Genesis Nintendo, and Nintendo. Yeah. Did you play more arcade games? Were you more like go to an arcade kind of player? I, I used to like doing that. Yeah, know? I used to love doing that. Yeah. Now arcades are a dead thing. I don't There's understand. There's one in Chinatown. It. Yeah, that one's been there forever with the chicken is still there. Yeah. Or did they get rid of it? I don't know. I thought there was some animal cruelty thing where they had to get rid of the tic-tac-toe chicken. Animal cruelty's back in. It's it's the hot new thing. It's yeah. a hot mashup. <laughs> <laughs> um, but Guitar Hero. And the beauty of Guitar Hero was you didn't have to actually know how to play an instrument to feel like a rock star. Uh-huh. Right? It was more than just air guitar, right? You were sitting there, you were mimicking playing a guitar by fingering <laughs> uh by fingering your fretboard, by pushing up and down this little switch that mimicked, you know, strumming or picking at the at the uh at the strings. Yeah. <clears throat> it was a huge success. And every musician I knew fucking hated that game they said that game was the death of music really they said i don't understand how people can spend five hours fucking around with this stupid game every day when they could spend five hours actually learning how to play an instrument and have something to to show for it yeah so that game sort of merged into on your phone there's a whole series of game games called tap that are under the tap oh, banner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those right? are kind of fun. Yeah, and they're like you're playing songs. It's essentially the same thing as Guitar Hero. Yeah. You're tapping along on the on the thing lines as they go down and you're you're playing a song. There are all these karaoke apps, right? Because everyone wants to be a singer. Yeah. But the beauty of the karaoke apps versus going and doing karaoke or say being in a band uh-huh. is that you don't actually have to have any talent whatsoever you can auto-tune the shit out of yourself on these apps and sound like 90 percent of the popular music that's out there now okay um and then you have mashups Uh right and as i said my thing with mashups was is i always sort of felt like people who did not have an original idea in their head yeah decided that they could just jam some music together and make it work. And they did because they'd make it faster, they'd make it slower. I was like, but it's never been like a huge hit thing. Uh So how do you make these musical mashups a huge success amongst the general populace? Well, I feel like as the general populace dumbs down further and further, and they are dumbing down, their lack of creativity is endless. They look for others to create so they can consume and then feel like they're creating something, you're going to come out with an app called the Mash App. 
Get it? Like mash up? Yeah. Mash app? <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I was waiting for a better reaction than what I got, clearly. Motherfucker. It's all the delivery. Uh-huh. It was. I blew it. I did blow it on the delivery. Um, so you're gonna make the mash app. What? Yeah. <laughs> and it's basically gonna have a collection of songs. Uh-huh. <clears throat> and they're gonna group together. Yeah. And how the, well they'll match up with their beats and overlay. Okay. So you can sit there and futz around and make your own mashups with no chance of error. Yeah. 100% success every single time. And then be so proud of yourself that you created something. Yeah. And then you can do whole things where you can post your mashup. Oh, yeah. You know, mashup on, online. Yeah. You can do as you get better at using the mashup because, you know, there's everyone's so got a, there's so much skill. Yeah. You can do mashups with four, five, six songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then you can do videos a la, what was the uh, lip syncing one that everyone loved for a while? I don't know. You remember that one, though? People would, they would, Choose a snippet of a uh, 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 of a song or a quote from a movie or something like that, and then they would film themselves lip syncing to it. No, you never. That was hugely popular for Didn't a while. All right, I don't remember the name of it. It was hugely popular. Um, you'll do that where people can lip sync their own mashups, uh-huh. and uh, that's it. It's pretty simple and straightforward. Big fast money, good money, big yeah. money. You guys, uh, you want to give us even more money. I know you do. I know you do. I know you do. If you want to, do it today. You can go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org. Go to the Get Rich Quick with Josh Noll show page. Hit the sponsor button. Pledge an amount. Half that money goes to Josh and I. Keeps us rich, rich, rich. Half that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. Keeps them poor, poor, poor. How does that work? That's the way it works. How does that work? That's the way it works. Okay. If you don't want to give Josh money because you're like, Josh, why'd you have to say why that works? <laughs> you don't have to. You can just go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.org, hit the pledge button, pledge an amount. One time or reoccurring, all that money goes to Radio Free Brooklyn. None goes to Josh or I. You get to feel real big about yourself. And you can do things like support the after school program, whatever you want. You know, Keep the lights on. Open up a new studio. Uh, new studio. Have you seen the new studio? I saw pictures of it actually. Looks good. I saw photos of it on the uh, work chat app. Yeah, I uh, I helped out a little bit when it was in the early days of that room, and I it, I'm amazed at how good it looks. Is it in the same building? Is it never going? Is it at the Bogart Street? No, it's a couple space? a couple blocks away. Oh, so it's a completely different. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, so uh, see the so they're using your money for good purposes. You get. A, a tax break because Radio Free Brooklyn's a 501c3 charitable organization. If you want to support us in other ways without reaching in your wallet, you can. You can subscribe to the newsletter, Radio New- News Brooklyn. You can, Radio Radio Free Brooklyn. <laughs> uh, you can. Wow. Download and the- you're the guy who named the goddamn thing. I know. I know. And you can't even remember the name of it. See how intimidating you are? Boy, when you guys have kids. <laughs> it's gonna. I feel bad for them because you're gonna be going, Steve, Steve, and the kid's gonna look at you and go, "My name's Jill." Yeah, <laughs> I got one. Get the sex right. Uh, you you can download the apps, Android, iPhone, what have you. You we got the apps. You can listen to the station live. You can get all the back catalogs, whatever you want. 
And as thanks for letting us do our spiel, Josh scours the internet for rules of, you know, for, uh, mi- <laughs> I've lost it, dude. I've lost it. I'm off the rails. Uh, for other ways for you to get even more rich. So, Mr. Josh, take it away so I don't have to talk anymore. The Get Rich Quick Tip of the Week, brought to you by Radio Free Brooklyn. No matter what you do, you're likely to have some knowledge that would be valuable to someone else. People would gladly pay for a solution to a problem or to acquire that new skill. Online courses are the future of education, or at least a highly important part of that future. There are plenty of platforms online that allow you to build and sell your own course. Take it a step further and you end up with an e-learning company. There are two examples that swiftly come to mind when we think about this space. The first one is Linda, but it all began in the mid-1990s when the founder, Linda Weinman, wanted a better way to teach her art students, so she started recording her lessons. As of 2013, she was doing over $100 million in revenue, and in late 2015, she sold the company to LinkedIn for $1.5 billion. So guys, it's a great idea for you guys to do it, but I'm really using this to make an announcement uh-huh. that Noel isn't even aware of. Okay. But Get Rich Quick with Josh and Noel is starting our own e-school. Oh, really? Yeah. We've already basically, this is what we do. This is an e-school. We teach people how to get rich yeah. with our ideas. Yeah. But it's and just pay your fee on the way out. Yeah. This is going to be, and basically we're going to start our own platform, our own e-school, uh-huh. and eventually sell it to, uh, I don't know, LinkedIn. LinkedIn. Sounds Why like not? In the LinkedIn. market for this yeah. kind of crap. Uh, and and uh, for for billions and billions of dollars. Yeah. If Linda can do it. Yeah. So with teaching people how to do art, how much more money do you think that will make teaching people how to get rich? Yeah. So there you go, guys. There you go. Fantastic. Love it. Uh, and, and you know what? <clears throat> I think whoever made this recording owes us some money because <laughs> we've had a lot of ideas like that. Yeah. Of course we have. You guys, as Josh alluded to, uh, you know, w- when most people think of mashups, which I didn't realize when I first suggested this, but as soon as I started looking on the internet for things, it's like, oh yeah, I guess that makes sense. Uh, when most people think of mashups, they think of music. Yeah, that's what I thought of. I thought, I thought, because you sent me the text. Uh-huh. Usually you send me like, you know, as our listeners may know who have listened for a while. I've said this before. You send like three or four ideas, and then I'll pick one or kibosh yeah. the whole lot. You sent one idea yeah. with a giant exclamation point. Because I just thought it'd be, a, it'd be a, a good one to do. And whenever you do that, I assume that you were doing something. No. Or li- so I assumed you were like listening to a mashup. No. No. You and your lady are like a mashup. We're a mashup. Ecuadorian-Canadian. Yeah. Connequian. Yeah. Living in the city. Yeah. I think that's great. I think so. You guys have kids? They'll be little mashups. They'll be mashups. I think we're done. I think that's what we should just start calling anything that's mixed. It's just mashup. It's just mashup. Yeah. Like, I think it's much better than saying, like, mixed race yeah. or it's just a mashup. Yeah. My child is a mashup, a cultural mashup. Yeah. Yeah. I think we should coin that. There's a there's a lesson for you all to learn from our new e-learning service. Yeah, mashups. Mashing up, guys. Uh, so so music. I figured I should hit the nail on the head with one of my ideas, so I'll do one about music, right? Uh, 
you know, when I was younger, I really liked like scratching and stuff like that, uh, which I think is where the roots of all this came from, right? Because okay. they all use samples. Mm-hmm. And then at one point, someone just decided, you know, let's do more than just a little sample. Let's make it a big sample. Mm-hmm. And I want to say the first thing I could think of like that was maybe Ice Ice Baby because it took so heavily from one song. Yeah. I mean, I think the one thing about about a, a real mashup is uh-huh. is there's no original like it's yeah. the whole thing is a giant is a giant sample. Sure, and, and the, the, yeah, when you when you sort of do any research into mashups and how they started, they started with the idea that you know it was a statement that since there is no original, there is nothing is original anymore. Everything's uh-huh. been done. Okay. Let's create something that's essentially a mix of everything that's already been done. Okay. The uh, the first actual mashups <laughs> I can think of uh, were, I looked it up when they were from, actually. From 2004, Danger Mouse made the Grey album, which was the Beatles' White, white Album mixed right. with Jay-Z's, no, Beatles' White Album with Jay-Z's Black Album. Yep, yep. Uh, right around that time, too, there was the... Uh, Beatles and Beastie Boys mashups. I don't know if you ever heard those. I never heard those. They were good. Uh, and there were also Beastie Boys Sesame Street mashups. <laughs> and they were great. They were really good. Uh-huh. Uh, there was that Ozzy Osbourne one you had. Right. There's a whole bunch of them out there, right? And I, I too, for a while, were like, oh, man, this is going to get big. And it didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, because the thing is with the mashups, they're all bootlegs. Yeah. Right, because you can't like if you'd end up not making a dime exactly. off of it because you have to pay everyone else. Exactly, I get to that point here too. Oh, right, sorry. so no, that's okay. No, 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 we, we're we're uh, we're hustling. We gotta. Uh huh. You're helping. Uh, <laughs> right, so they tend to be two genres of music that don't automatically go together in your head. Right. Uh. Uh. So, if you want to do better in the past. A, you need music you can afford. B, you need a market, which this was, was all just download it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I read an article about how Skrillex repels mosquitoes. Uh, with his music. With his music. Because he repels humans with his music. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't it work on mosquitoes? Scientists bombarded mosquitoes with different music types to see how they reacted, and Skrillex not only interrupts their reproduction, but also delays their attacks, and reduces blood feeding. Wow. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, Then I read further, and it turns out Skrillex got the headlines, but that's just because he is who the researchers used because he is the most famous dubstep Mm -hmm. artist. Uh, But if you read a little further, it's really just dubstep in general does this. Uh, And... I don't know if you know much about dubstep. I, I know, don't. Know. I know that I don't like what I've heard of it. Yeah, me too. I mean, when you say this, and I'm thinking like, I really have to think hard about whether I want to be eaten alive by mosquitoes or have to listen <laughs> to dubstep all the time. Uh, so, yeah, uh, it, it, it's got some stuff that has gained a bit of wider popularity, but most of it did not, right? Most of the dubstep library out there uh, is probably uh, SoundCloud artists trying to sell their work for whatever they th- can get, mm-hmm. which means <clears throat> cheap dubstep, guys. Cheap dubstep, yeah. So keep that in mind, right? The other thing to keep in mind is classical music. 
It's old. It is uh, well beyond any of those uh, copyrights or anything at this point. Patents, or mm-hmm. whatever they call on music. Trademarks. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Uh, classical music, uh, and we've talked about this before, classical music is great for developing babies, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, play it in the womb makes babies happier, healthier, smarter. It is good all around. So what you're going to do is you're going to make some uh, mashup dubstep classical, and you're going to get cheap, cheap music because you're going to get this SoundCloud artist out there who just the fact all they you've made their year mm-hmm. if you give them 10 bucks for unlimited access to their mm-hmm. music because they're just so happy they sold because they can now say, I'm an artist who sold their music. Right. Right? So you get their whole entire library for 10 bucks. Uh, classical music you get for nothing. Uh-huh. And you're going you're gonna to mash these together so you can sell it without having to pay rights. Uh, and who are you going to sell it to? You're going to sell it to pregnant women who want no Zika yep. nowhere, yep. Brilliant. right? Brilliant. You're going you're gonna to nurture the baby. You're going to keep <coughs> the Zika skeeters away. Uh-huh. And you are going to make fat cash. Yeah. I think that's a brilliant idea. The only concern you have is that the baby may come out loving Skrillex. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> well, no matter what, it's a kid's job to love music you hate. Yeah, I guess so. Um, that's a great idea, Noel. So I was thinking about, just really quickly, I was thinking about some businesses that should do some mashups. Okay. That you don't see mashups. So one that popped into my head, and again, this is a food-related one, was sodas. When I was a kid, I used to love to mix like when I would get my, my stepfather owned a bar uh-huh. down in St. Thomas, and I used to run behind the bar when we'd go there, and I'd take the soda gun and I'd put every soda in it. I'd yeah. put Coca Cola, ginger ale, Sprite, yeah. and that was the three sodas that we had, and a little bit of grenadine on there. It was I thought it was the greatest thing I ever tasted. When they created those new Coca Cola machines uh-huh. that you have all the different flavors of all the different things. I used to like mix orange and cherry and sure. then, right? Why aren't they marketing that? Yeah. Mash all those flavors up. Yeah. So that's one. Okay. Uh, art. I mean, someone's got to be doing that. I don't uh-huh. know what. I couldn't think of it, but there's got to be art mashups going on. Oh, they're, yeah. Huge. You know, they, 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 is it huge or can it be huge? I, I don't know. I I've never is. seen it. Oh, it is. Yeah. So people are putting like the Mona Lisa on top of uh, uh, the girl with the pearl earring. Sure, why not? And then the last one, tobacco and drugs. <laughs> <laughs> Who wouldn't want to walk into a store? Yeah, right. Because it's all about branding, yeah. right? Everyone who's ever smoked a blunt has smoked it with a Swisher Sweet. Uh huh. Right. Why wouldn't Swisher Sweet want to just start selling blunts? Right. Well, they soon will be able to probably at some point. Yeah. But you know, Swisher Sweet Blunts, people would be buying them off the shelf. Marlboros, or actually even better, Newports yeah. or Cools, yeah. with the filters pre-dipped in cocaine for you, <laughs> so you can have the freezes already there. Okay. Right. So you can get that nice numbness, the little buzz. You know, I, I recall most most cokeheads like to smoke menthols because there was no variation in the flavor; it just tasted minty all the time. Okay. Um, 
So, yeah, there's three right there. Those okay. are sort of three off the top of my head. That's great. You guys, if you want to reach out to Josh and tell him what a good job he did, you can. You can get him on Twitter at GRQJoshNoel. Uh, if you're going to tell me how great a job I do, I can, I'll give you my phone number so you can text <laughs> me or call me. Uh, you can email us at uh, GRQWithJoshNoel at gmail.com. You can go on Facebook uh, and uh, get them at Facebook slash GRQJoshNoel. You can uh, go on iTunes or anywhere you get a podcast anywhere, and you can get us... Uh, Subscribe, rate, review, tell your friends, tell your enemies. We don't care. Just tell. Uh, if you only listen to us in podcast form, tune in Saturday nights, 8 o'clock. Get the schemes five days for everyone else. Get there early. Listen to Art Star Scene. we got a little flux going on after us right now. So, Do we not know who's behind us? It, it, right now, it's a, I think a temporary rerun is behind us of someone. Yeah, well, we're we're a strong lead in. We're strong. You guys, whoever's out there from Radio Free Brooklyn should be begging Jump to follow it. our show. That's right. Anyway. Anyway. Uh you got a lot of money in your pockets right now. Uh you gotta do something with it, right? You need to put some mashups in your pocket instead. <clears throat> so Josh scours the internet for ways for you to spend that money. So Mr. Josh, take it away. You know a cheese is elegant when it contains real specks of gold in it. White Stilton Gold Cheese is $95 per slice and about $450 per pound. Think of this as an opulent version of the already pricey and rare Stilton cheese. This is an English cheese historically, and it comes with both blue and white, both well known for their pungent smell and taste. What makes this cheese a rarity, besides the gold specks and all, is that it can only be produced by very strict standards in England. Actually make that only three counties in England. Leicestershire, Derbyshire, and Nottinghamshire. What? Only three counties? Make that. And one of them isn't Worcestershire? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, Noel. Yeah. I don't know. We don't have time for the rules. No, we got no time for rules. I feel like as soon as the show started, the fog of a cold was like descending on me. I can tell. I actually, now that you mention it, it's sort of like I, it looks like it. Really? Yeah. Well, hopefully, a good night's sleep will get rid of it. Uh, hopefully, you don't give it to me because I may have to kill you. If hopefully, that's the all our listeners get rich from our show and give us money. Yeah. So yeah. once again, for Josh and Noel, don't spend all that knowledge in one place. Great.